Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. One of the things that's hitting us is that we, we got all used to it, didn't we? The supply chains were behind it. And now as things start to open up, we're getting um, reality, slap in the face, whatever we want to say. Boy, are things expensive. Really, really expensive. I have a friend who just booked a, a car in Nova Scotia, and he says he's paying a thousand dollars for five days, and he's just grateful he got it. Are you ready? Joining us is travel expert Leslie Keeter. Welcome, Leslie. Good afternoon. Hi. Good afternoon, Charlene. All right. Things are pricey. Is a thousand bucks a lot or is that normal for five days? Because I was shocked and he was too. Yeah. You know, the rental car business, especially over COVID, they got rid of all of their cars because they were just sitting out there in the lot. Now trying to rebuild up their fleet. And of course, we all know secondhand cars are priceless at the moment. Mm -hmm. So uh, doing a car rental, yep, it's up there. The pricing is high. It is. And in certain areas, I guess, the big cities or the tourist areas, is, there, is it being pinpointed for where people want to go this year? Well, that's right. You know, if you're staying within Canada, I mean, the go-to places, you're going to be going to the BC coast, Vancouver, Vancouver Island, or alternatively, you're going to be going into the Maritimes and exploring that beautiful coastline. Uh, and, you know, for us, in the prairies, I'm here in Calgary. We just want to get near the sea, really. That's what you want. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, the prices have gone up since travel opened up now and we got over the whole COVID thing. Uh, it's just prices we're seeing go sky high. And it's unfortunate, but go, having a holiday in Canada is not cheap anymore. No, it isn't. How long is this going to hang around, Leslie? Well, you know, it's the old question of uh, supply and demand. You know, during COVID, when people were not coming into Canada, then us Canadians were able to get really good prices um, mm -hmm. all across Canada because nobody was coming in, and particularly the Americans, because the Americans will spend probably four or five times more than a Canadian will spend in Canada. Plus, there's the thing of uh, the gratuities and the tipping and all of that. They lost that in Canadian inbound tourism, and they had to keep the prices low to at least get some people in their hotels, which was us. But now they've got a lot to make up on. Bear in mind, you know, a couple of years of COVID financial losses. So if they can recoup that money, you know, I, I get it. I understand it. You know, Airbnb was the Uber of travel in a lot of ways and created a lower a lower price shield. Mm -hmm. Not anymore, though. How is, the, is there anywhere to go here? Or is it if you want to go some better, you better get ready because it's going to be really expensive, as you say, supply and demand? That's right, indeed. Um, over the summer months, I can give a good example. Last year, my husband and I took a break over the July period. And we wanted to go somewhere special on the BC coast. We couldn't find anywhere. Everything was completely fully booked. We lucked out because we got a last-minute cancellation with Airbnb for a beautiful little cottage on Savary Island. But, wow, I mean, you know, we nearly had nothing. So it's, you've got to plan way ahead. And with Airbnb as well, I find when people find a nice 
property, cottage, whatever it might be, and they want to go back the next year, they tend to pre-book it in advance with the owner. That's what it is. And what does this do to the whole idea of travel? I mean, this is your business. You sell escape, you sell experience is a better way of putting it to people. And now that experience is going to the organized, Leslie. That's not always not so fair for us unorganized people. Well, yes, you know, there's, there's pros and cons of this. What I am seeing is that with the research of travel now, uh, particularly it's the 50-plus people I find. I think they were pretty much um, really hurt by the lockdown because, you know, when you've worked all of your life and you're facing retirement and you have these travel dreams, this bucket list, as they call it, that you want to do, then you've planned for all of this. And then suddenly two years is taken away from you. That's a big chunk of your life when you're in your 60s or even your 70s. So uh, those people are back now with a vengeance, and they're pretty much saying, I don't care how much it costs, just get me on that plane, get me to that hotel or wherever it might be. (laughs) It's true, especially, I know there was a piece in the Globe and Mail about how it was affecting Atlantic Canada, as you mentioned, that in places that were always trying to lure people there, we all know the beautiful ads that are we're bombarded with, especially Newfoundland, and I, I'll do a shout out to them. I think they do just a beautiful job of mm-hmm. just, you know, the swing and a kid and a shirt and a, and a you know, the ocean. But yeah. they are booming and benefiting from this. Is this going to make up for all those uncertain years, as you just said, in the pandemic? Well, hopefully it will. Hopefully, because people over there, their tourism season, they really relied on it. And there are iconic festivals that people want to go to, like the Iceberg Festival. And and that is not cheap. You know, I, I checked out the pricing just before we came on. And if you were doing the Iceberg Festival, it's about nine days. And by the time if you were going from Calgary you're looking at over 6000 per person for a trip. So traveling in your own country is not cheap anymore. It's never been cheap in Canada, has it? <laughs> is that still hanging in here? I mean, can we compare? It's always been cheaper to travel, especially to the United States. Well, exactly. And one of the problems we have here in Canada is this whole idea of airlines have to be Canadian owned. It used to be 75% had to be Canadian ownership. They then dropped it down to 50%. But until we have an open market here, we're not going to get competitive airfares the way they do in Europe and other areas, even across the border in the US. There's many airlines there that we don't have access to, and uh, and they're cheap. It's a cheap way of getting around. So it's unfortunate because it has hit the uh, air Canadian flyer in a lot of different ways with um, the demise of like Flair lost four of its planes already mm-hmm. and uh, Sunwind's been taken over by WestJet we have to see how that will all pan out and then of course we've got the threatened WestJet strike coming up which has made mm-hmm. everybody feel very unsettled and because there's not a lot of other choices out there no. What about the good old road trip, the Canadian rite of passage there? Is that any cheaper? I can't imagine. I mean, you got to stop in a hotel by the side of the road. That's right. So a couple of things you have to bear in mind here. You've got the cost of fuel, which is going up constantly. 
You've got to plan your trip so that you pre-book those road stops because otherwise you could be sleeping in your car, which is no fun at all. Um, I think a lot of people, you know, are just looking at people are RVs even. Like you buy an RV and you think this is the answer. But what happens? You can't get a campsite. It's it's crazy. It's All we want is to get away from our desks for a week so we can unwind. I know, and I don't know what the solution is here. You know, but camping was seen as the the cheap solution, yeah. But you can't even do that. I mean, you got to start booking those campsites. I, I when I talk to campers, you got to start like months and months, even a year in advance. I know people booking them. Certainly, if you want a seaside one, you got to do it at least a year ahead. Oh yeah, you've got to stay tuned to when they open up the booking site. And then when they do that, you've got to be there, ready to go in and grab whatever space you can. Find the space that you want or you need or however much you, you, where you want to go. And then just, you take your leave around that. You are organizing your whole life around the availability of your campsite. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.